I just post, speaking of things I put, I just posted a video of my new tattoo. What's that like, tattoos? It's, I guess it's different for everybody. Um, like different pain to- tolerances for different people. And I guess people, different people are sensitive in different spots as well. And so I have my, my top half of my left arm done. And so the part that hurt the most for me is like around the armpit area just because it's like sensitive, I guess. That's a big tattoo. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's a big tattoo. Hmm. So how does how does the tattoo in a machinery work? Is it is it literally injecting ink into your skin? Yeah, so you have you have a few layers of of skin. I forgot what it was. I learned in anatomy. It's like there's the epidermis layer, then the dermis layer, and then there's like the epithelial tissue. I believe it gets to the third layer. Wow. That's why that's why you still have a tattoo like years later, even though the top part, I guess, renews or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how that process works, but yeah, so the tattoo artist, he puts like the ink in little little cups, I guess, and then mixes it with a solution, I guess, to, because it's pure ink droplets and he mixes it. I don't know what it's with. Uh, my tattoo artist has a, he has a graphic design major actually as well. So he has Photoshop and he, he sets up the piece first and he puts on a paper and the paper is kind of like a temporary tattoo where they stick it on you and it's like an outline. So then he just has to follow his outline. Nice. Did you design your own tattoo or did the uh, tattoo artist do it for you? No, I came in with this last time I came in with absolutely no ideas. And I just talked to him for an hour <laughs> and then he talked about it because he, he gets a lot of clients. So he knows what he's talking about and I trust him. So we end up coming with that idea there. So what's the, what's the meaning behind your tattoo? I know a lot of tattoos have symbolism. Right. So if you see the there's like a gladiator soldier type in the middle, that's from a that's from a Bible verse um, in Ephesians, Ephesians six eleven. It talks about putting on the full armor of God. So if you see he has a shield and a, and a breastplate and a sword and sandals, it talks about that in the Bible verse. It's basically like a spiritual warfare um, idea on there. And then the back of my arm on my last head. So I got a cross and then the top part is just so it fits better on my shoulder. So let's talk about church. We just came back from church. Yeah. You have a church-based tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, my brother and my dad have tattoos. And so I was thinking, if I'm going to put some on my body, it's probably going to be something biblical as well. You know, so, or something that just helps remind me or keep me in check. So that's what a lot of people have tattoos for, is to remind them of somebody they love or um, something they really like. And so for me, I decided to get that to to keep myself um, just thinking about God more often. So are you religious, spiritual, anything like that? Yeah, I'm a Christian, yeah. Um, when I started going to church when I was about seven years old, yeah. Have you been at Liberty Towers since then? No, I've been at Liberty Towers for about... I would say since last summer, summer 2020. So yeah, just got to know everybody there and that's been that's been great. So how did you, how did your family get involved in religion? I know it's not for some families and it is for others. Right, right. It's so history. my dad, so we didn't go to church um for the longest. Have you you know are you familiar with my dad's story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my dad, 
my dad before he um he had a lot of he had a lot of demons he was battling he had a lot of things he was he was dealing with before with um drug addictions gambling addictions and just anger problems stuff like that and then uh my dad attempted suicide as well like i would say three or four times um just dealt with a lot of, of mental health issues as well and then um I th- one night he was trying to he was trying to commit suicide and he was set on it and I think he even wrote his letters goodbye to the people he wanted to write letters to and then he didn't believe in God um, at all at that point um, but then he said he prayed and he just told God basically he's ready to kill himself and he's like I don't know if you're real God but but if you are real help change me and just help me. And then from that moment on, um, he changed. He actually went cold turkey. He had no more desire to. Uh, uh, he en- eventually stopped stopped doing drugs, stopped doing all the things he was doing. And then so after that point, we started going to church. And then seeing that change in my dad just helped. It that's what got me into uh, into my faith as well. Is seeing that change that he had. How's how's your dad doing now? He's doing great, yeah. He's um, he's a pastor, and he since he got he became a Christian in two thousand seven. Yeah, so it's been it's been great since then. Just a lot of growth, and then that process isn't the same for everybody. Not everybody just stops doing the drugs and stuff right away. It's just a process, but but yeah, he's doing great. It's amazing. Your dad was the actual was actually the first interview we ever had. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we just haven't published it yet because we technically didn't have this this podcast then. It right, was just right. me and interviewing Arnaldo for the book. Was it on It was on Zoom. It was on Zoom, right? Yeah, that process that was a lot different. You didn't have the soundboard and the microphones and everything like that. Cuz I remember you yeah, I remember you talked to him about the book. So yeah. And he was he was amazing, very eloquent and inspirational. He's a very inspirational guy. He's really good at speaking actually. It's funny though sometimes Cause he, his first language is Tagalog. It's a Filipino language. So he doesn't do it anymore. I don't think, but before he would still have his, um, like certain words he would, he would say, and like at youth group in the Bay area, we would, everyone would laugh cause he would say like sheeps, like sheeps mm-hmm. instead of sheep. Just, he didn't, he never knew. Like he never knew like sheep is multiple <laughs> and singular. Ah. So it's different words. It'd be funny that everyone would laugh at. So did you come from the Bay area? How long have you lived in if you um i was born in daly city it's a suburb right next to san francisco it's literally right next to are you familiar with it he mentioned it once oh okay yeah so it's right next to san francisco i was born there went to elementary school there i and then i after elementary school i went to a private school in a different city so a new set of friends and then after middle school i moved to san mateo it's another city, new set of friends for high school. And then halfway through my freshman year, I transferred um, transferred out toward Whitney High School in Rockland. So, like, good amount of switching schools, I guess. Never stayed in one district for, for too long except for elementary school, I guess. Did, it, did that have any impact on you psychologically? I know that for many, switching schools gives them a, a state of instability and they don't like it. Right, so... From elementary to middle school, 
I know I really just wanted to to go to the same schools as my friends, obviously. And so I was bummed about I was bummed out about it for a little bit. Um but then once I got to school, I kind of just adapted. Something that's always helped me was playing sports. So that's always kind of been my area I was able to click with whenever I transferred to school. Um in middle school and then high school, before school even started, um, there was summer training for football and then I got pretty good at football. So I, I got a lot of friends before the, before the first day of school even, even started, I guess. And so, but then the transfer from that high school to my next high school was, uh, that one was pretty difficult just because I already thought I had all my friends I'd have for the rest of my like high school experience, you know, and I was really, really comfortable at my old school on my sports team and stuff like that. And, um, but yeah, like I said, just, I just stayed busy, um, with sports and getting my classes done with and just training for the next thing. Just staying busy is really something that I guess that, that helped me with the thing I really enjoyed doing. So, yeah, I mean, if anyone is, I think everyone should find that thing or search for, just try out new things to try to find that thing that they, they really enjoy that they can they can really do or find that find that niche you know that niche it's a great place to be in yeah so when i was growing up i bounced from a lot of different public schools so Got it. Okay. i think we come from the same kind of background in that we had you know different experiences with the public system right and it was okay right i loved being the new kid it was a new experience for me every time right so in yeah. that i'm i'm very grateful to have had that perspective so how was your childhood overall was it a happy childhood did you learn a lot from it um, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff happened from the time I was like, up until I was seven, I guess, just because of the things my dad was dealing with. Um, I guess just, just watching, like just growing up in that, um, was difficult, I guess, but, but I don't know. It was, it was just kind of regular, I guess, to me, even though it's not something that should be regular, it became regular or my grandma did a good job at like taking care of me as well. So so I just I got to eat a lot of good Filipino food growing up. And then uh, when my dad became a Christian, that's when um, that's when the changes happened. And then that, I guess, obviously made up for all like the times until I was seven. And I felt like he um, instilled a lot of good morals in me and a lot of a lot of a lot of good, good values in me. So I'm really appreciative for that. So I guess overall, I would say overall I had, had, had a pretty good childhood. That's that's amazing to hear, um, yeah. Arnaldo. He, it touched me still to this day. I remember that first interview, and that's that's what inspired us to develop a podcast so we can get right. more stories out there. Right. So, that's that's awesome. So, what are you doing now aside from aside from TikTok? <laughs> I'm not even on TikTok that much as you would think <laughs> I am. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm really out of tune with the new trends and everything. Because mm-hmm. I guess there is a even though there's a lot of different lanes, there is typically certain things that are would you say there's certain things that are really popular at the time yeah there's mostly it's just the most popular videos but right like there's usually a certain dance at the time that is popular right now is the corvette corvette have you seen that (laughs) the corvette Corvette. trends gotta like trends gotta style so fast though it's like a week and then they're done right so everything happens quick but um besides that i'm i'm working full-time i'm uh I was doing electrical work. I think you're familiar with that before. 
and then right now I'm doing landscaping and then serving serving at the church on Wednesdays and Thursdays and then on Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays and Saturdays I train Muay Thai. Are you familiar with that? For any of the viewers I'm more into MMA. But right. Muay Thai is awesome. Yeah, so it's um yeah, MMA is awesome, but a lot of those guys use Muay Thai for their stand-up yeah. game. It's it's Thai kickboxing. So the only difference between that and kickbox typical kickboxing is you also use your knees and your elbows. And so I I train that during the week along with I try to usually lift or run during the week. And then starting in a couple of weeks, I'm back at school again, uh, doing that fully online. So it's more flexible with my schedule. I don't really want to show up to Zoom meetings and stuff like that or like the Zoom class because I need to be more flexible. So mm. so I need to work on my discipline, too, as well to get that stuff done. What school are you going to? Uh, Liberty University. The physical school is in is in um, Virginia. My dad went there online as well, but they're um, they're a Christian university and they have a really good online program. I'm in the business and leadership. Um, I'm going to school for a business and leadership degree, and it's an accredited program as well. And yeah, that's awesome. So, what career are you trying to pursue with a business and leadership degree? So the thing about going to school for me that was really interesting is that like high school, I graduated early a semester because I just wanted to be done with school. I've always been, I've always been good at school. I've always gotten good grades, really good at math. Um, by, I was just over, over school. So I just worked hard to get done with it faster. And then I went to, I went to college for a semester and then I wanted I was tired of it, so I stopped. But the time away um, really helped me like realize I want to go back. And so when I was looking back into that, I figured that a a business degree along with something management or leadership um, would be something that I really wanted to to obtain just to even work on my leadership skills or, or people skills as well. And I feel like that has a lot of that carries into a lot of different areas as well and just life skills. And so I'm not particularly set on, on what I want to do with that yet, but I'm on the right track for, I'm on the right track for that, for, for being back in school. And I'm I'm happy that I'm back and yeah. So did you take the, uh, I think it's called the CHSPE, the California high school proficiency examination. No, I actually graduated from my high school and walked ah. with my class too. Like so, and I went to a college prep high school too. So I actually finished with all the qualifications to go to a four year still. So I, what I did my junior year because we had a block schedule where we had eight classes. We had a odd day and an even day, four and four, that would switch off yeah, every that's day. What I have okay, yeah. So my junior year, instead of taking electives regular electives I took other classes so I was doubled up on English and then I was already ahead in math so I was already I already knocked out all my math requirements by my junior year and so yeah I pretty much doubled up on classes my junior year and then got out my senior year in the first semester and then was able to walk in my class in the summer back when you were allowed to have a graduation I guess <laughs> so in other words you were a genius uh, you're a celebrity you've got you know muay thai skills 
fitness skills, electrical landscaping. How do you do it all? How do you balance all these different things? That was very flattering, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. Nothing I've said wasn't I, true. I just like working on different things and challenging myself. And so I think that's the reason why I'm doing the Muay Thai as well. It's just I played sports in high school and, and love I loved competition and love I loved working out with a purpose. And so working out by itself is hard for me because I just I'm like, why? <laughs> right. I'm just like, why? So I need like an end goal um, or like a I need I need to be able to see exactly what I'm working towards, I guess. And I guess I'm more externally motivated sometimes than than internally, which yeah. I guess is not what people say is better for long term success. But I know myself and I know I just understand myself and the way I work. So I need, I need to, I'm very goal oriented, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's the same for me. If I right. don't have a purpose, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Right. It's like, this is just a waste of time. Right. That's, that's, that's how I am too. I love the results more than I love the process. Yeah. Just give me my results at the end of the day and I'll be good. Exactly. And that's what helps me with the process is knowing that there's results. So, um, what helps me balance it all out is, I don't know. I'd be tired. <laughs> just, just like I said, knowing what I'm going to, knowing what comes out of it at the end of the day and just trying new things and challenging myself in different ways. And yeah. It's kind of the same thing for me. I mean, I think the sports side of school always helped like after school. I'd always have right. something to go do that wasn't as boring right. as school. So sports are fun. And that's what will keep you out of trouble too, is just staying busy. Yeah. Really right. just having structure and staying busy. And so I guess the busier I am, the the better it is for me as well. 